baseless claims or casual conversational comedy podcast. My name is Tay. My name is Tori. My name is Tyler, New York's finest, Matheson. Tyler, I, I don't like yours because it's yeah, no, yours it's sucks. because it's bad and it's, and it's <laughs> and it sucks and I hate it. I solve New York's toughest crimes. Oh, because right, okay, I, I know this, where this is going, but tell and us. that is because yes, this morning or actually last evening at approximately ten fifty-two p.m. on the <laughs> northern side of my house, my vehicle was stolen. No shit. Uh-huh. My vehicle. Are you serious? Yes. was stolen from the front of my street. What and the fuck? I have security cameras, and I saw someone jimmy their way into the car, hotwire it, and then immediately drive off. And we called, like, because it's like, okay, I mean, do we report it? What do we do? So we called, and we're like, uh, this, is the, this is the plate number. This is everything. This is the description of the vehicle. And they're like, um, yeah, uh, we'll, uh, we'll give you a call back when we, uh, when we figure out something to do. Fucking Click. Useless. And I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going for a little bit of, uh, I'm, I'm going to put on my detective cap right now. Yeah. You got to do some and sleuthing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go sleuth around for yeah. my car, for my very bad car. Now, Tyler, when you did call the the police or whoever you called, did you did did you say if you find it, it'll be the car that when you see it, you think to yourself, why would someone steal this car? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's got it a big like, hole and it isn't great. That's what my first thought was, was, yeah, this is the shittiest car. <laughs> yeah, well, it does seem like a strange target for that, but also it doesn't bring suspicion to the theft's credit. Those cars are probably the easiest to steal, what with the security systems being, you know, older and not all the bells and whistles that a modern day car would have. True. But I looked at the video and I saw which way they went on the street. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know what? It turned like I was like using my detective brain. Like most vehicle thefts are not actually for the car itself. And they're just Mm -hmm. going to steal it and look for something in the car. And then they'll drop it off at a nearby location and they'll Mm -hmm. drop off my car because it's a piece of shit. Right. And then I was like, okay, so this is my plan. I'm going to drive the other vehicle. I'm going to go down this road. I'm going to look around and then I'm going to zigzag through the neighborhood blocks, maybe one pass through the alley because someone will probably find it in their driveway and then get it towed. Mm -hmm. And then, I'd rather just see what happens before it's towed. Worst case scenario, someone did steal my car. But also, if I'm driving around in a different car and I see it, I'm like, you can't fool me. That's my car. It's got a fucking hole in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're and not going to have gonna, the keys for it right here. Like, you're not going <laughs> to get very far. I can see, like, if I ever saw someone driving that, I'm going to run that fucker off the road. The car's already <laughs> damaged. Now it's yeah, just yeah, personal. You don't care about the loss of car there. You're going to go ahead and just, just try and take out that, that thief. Yeah. But as I'm, like, creating this plan, driving down the street, I'm like, okay, so I'm going to zigzag and go through. Oh, that's my car. <laughs> How far away was it? It was about three blocks away. Nice. Really? Only that's three a good, blocks? That's a good theft that's right a- there. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, as I'm like creating this master plan, like I'm going to go to the chief. He's going to tell me 
son, you can't do this. It's you're you're going off book. And I'm going to like, oh, there, there's my fucking car. So I just grab it, get the key, turn it works just fine. They clearly rummaged through the glove box and saw, oh, there's nothing. This was <laughs> which like. Why would you risk it? Like, yeah, what's the point of risking? That's not even Grand Theft Auto. That's just like okay, Theft Auto. Like they got in the car and <laughs> they drove it, but it's just okay. They didn't do anything cool. They didn't no. do Vin Diesel and fucking like smash into a barrier so that they could fly out the windshield and into another car. They I drove it three blocks away. Quick side tangent: I love your distinction of just okay Grand Theft Auto as like a a, a descriptor for other crimes. We, the jury, find him guilty of meh murder. <laughs> yeah. But, so I get my car. I bring it back. And now there's a thing on the seat. Because if the, if the burglar tries to get it again tonight, there's a note on the seat that says quack, quack, seat back. So. <laughs> oh, God. It's good. You're if just this- hoping that that's so funny that they fucking tweet about it. And then you're like, got him. Motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> this that's one it. right here. <laughs> no, no, I don't even want to get them in trouble. I just want to have a conversation with them. Like, why? Yeah. Like, was dude. this? Were you? Are you? It was a training, perhaps, for a larger crime they plan to commit. Like, this is one part of the Italian job three that they're gonna make. Oh, and this oh, was yeah, like, this was... I need to know how to break into cars and kind of like get that stuff going quickly. So I'm just gonna go in, take a couple cars, just bring them a little bit Here's away. Here's the thing: is that this was a fucking expert because. The time it took them to get in the car and drive off was 15 seconds. Shit. That's respectable. It took them 15 seconds to pull up to the car, get in it, start it, and go. The, the was, theft is your car locked. But the, yeah. the technical skill is. Yeah, that's, that's, that's some impressive theft. That's right an there. impressive run. That's a fucking yeah. speed run. They just Did speed they- <laughs> run broke into my car. Did they hotwire it? Like, what? How did they get it started? Do you keep a spare key in there that they found easily? No, no, they just did something and got it started. Wow, hmm. it was fucking wild. Like, honestly, I want to find them because I'm not even mad if they are training for the Italian job. I want in. Right? Yeah, you could be like the 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 safe man or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I I like it takes me like you know. By the time I noticed the car was gone to the time I had it back was like 30 minutes. And we had already called the non-emergency line and whatever. And then tried calling them back about eight times to which we got no response or, um, I think he was at his desk. Um, why don't you call back in 10 minutes? Cool. Cool. Yeah. Okay. No, my car was just stolen. Just take your yeah, time. No. So we called eight times to get nothing and then they said oh well you know what you should just email this and then it might get forwarded to him i'm sorry it might get might? forwarded to him <laughs> yeah. like is there a better like does he have a fucking only fans i can go and dm him on or something like that <laughs> does he have a yeah. pager christ here's the thing is that we still haven't heard from this dude to tell him because now it's oh we can't call he's got to call us and it's like now we can't even get a hold of this dude to tell him, oh, no biggie. Yeah, I got the it, car. Is it John Wick? Like, you can't call him. If he wants you, he'll call you. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck is this dude doing? And also just, oh, I think he was at his desk. Can, like, where else? Does he sometimes just work check? in the closet? Or, like, 
can I, you? Your office can't be that big. Or can you just pass him a message that says, found my car? Because the last thing I want is to get pulled over in an assumed stolen vehicle. <laughs> that is true. That would That's be fucking really hilarious, true. though, if they they didn't get back to it and then you got pulled over. You, you should keep wouldn't. your you should keep your title on you just so you can flash that out. Oh, yeah. n- that I'm New York's finest. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's probably the safe bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it would not be fun to get pulled over in an assumed stolen vehicle. If they need further proof, Tyler, there's just just, you know, show them our 1000 subscriber special and be like, oh, this this is just my YouTube channel, uh, Shapeless Media. You can see the car. It's it's in it right there as I hit this person. That's uh, so that's yeah, a subscribe. Also, a really good idea. <laughs> that way, then you get the non-emergency municipal boys. I don't know what they're called, but you can get them and <laughs> you got it. Hey, they're, they're all going to be big fans now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I need it because Actually, I need my car because we're recording our podcast, Baseless Claims. You can find it on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. <laughs> I don't so know if got, that's our target audience. <laughs> now nah, they so love it. You got pretty lucky there, T, uh, that this guy was knowledgeable enough about cars to know how to break into them, but not knowledgeable enough to know that there are parts of that car that are very, very expensive, even on an old clunker like that. Like the uh, there was actually in that area because I used to live by you, there was a guy or a group of guys going around stealing catalytic converters from underneath old cars and then selling them on like the black market or some shit because they have titanium in them, which make them really fucking expensive, even if they're old clunker cars. I know this because it happened to my partner and they lost their catalytic converter in their car. <laughs> Wait, now, yeah, Tyler, no. if if the message doesn't get back to them. Could you strip your car, sell it for parts and stuff, get more than it's actually worth right now, and then just have no loss there because it's reported stolen already? Is there something there? Can you you grift? Now we're thinking with insurance fraud. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are. I don't know if I can do that. Victimless crime. Sorry, not fraud. Uh, Insurance whoopsie. It's... I, I did have a bad Thank insurance you. whoopsie with my car. It was <laughs> it was stolen, and then I and then I got it back and stripped it of its parts. Tyler, I, just, I think there's something there. I think you're being I, a baby. Look, I'm just more I'm just more on the on the high of. I don't think I don't think I'll be that cool in a while of just like I'm gonna go get my car. Oh, there it is. But <laughs> dude, it's like yeah, it's like the shortest John Wick movie ever. Like I'm gonna go <laughs> like get my car. Oh, it's the right pistol. there. It's John Wick. Yeah, it's John Wick if he didn't even have to unholster. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, like when they stole his very cool car and uh-huh. he's out to get it. It's like, <laughs> you stole my car and I'm going to. Yeah, no, I was, I was going to say like the guy who killed his dog tripped and fell on his concrete steps on the way into his house and died by breaking his neck. <laughs> yeah. So John already got his revenge. And then yeah. the girl was like, did you find your car? And he's like, yeah, I'm thinking it's back. <laughs> Now, are you sure you don't want to grift a little bit? Because I feel like that's a very fun thing to do. Look, I don't think I could get shit for shit for that fucking car. Okay. Okay. It's full of yeah. rust. It's a bad... Tori, you see that car? It's got a motherfucking hole in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it does. But there's titanium in the catalytic converter. There are. There is titanium in the catalytic converter. Um titanium in the catalytic converter band name i called it that's a mouthful but it's a pretty powerful mouthful <laughs> yeah <laughs> look you could see here's the thing though 
is that it'd be like the worst drug deal ever because I could say I got six grams of titanium. How much is that worth? How much will you give me for that? So and yeah, someone say, could be like, here's 70 bucks and you're like, hell yeah, that's even more than I normally get. Like try to act cool, but really it should have been like two grand. Yeah, I don't fucking know how much that shit is worth. So it means nothing to me. I don't know shit for shit about fucking cars. That's okay, fair. so Mr. New York's Finest, how long do you think you could have kept up your cool, determined detective, sleuthy uh, persona <laughs> I would until have you just it. got pretty sick of it and stopped? About I would have done minutes. it all day. <laughs> I would have done it all fucking day looking for my fucking sweet ass car. Because here's the thing, is it's got the perfect like armchair kind of rest thing. Like the arm comes down from mm-hmm. the side of the seat and it's okay. the perfect like captain's like armrest, mm-hmm. and you can't put a price on that in my yeah. heart. <laughs> when, when ladies see you driving that car, they go, "Wow, that's the captain." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's he's not a driver. Look, that man is captaining that car. I've never seen another car with that, and it's just the perfect, comfortable like. It is the perfect, comfortable dashboard kind of thing. So. I would have searched to the end of the world. I would have gone John Wick. First, so, yeah. I would have to. I would have to buy a gun, and yeah. I don't know how long that takes. And I would have to join a, a secret society of assassins again. I don't know how long that takes. It'd probably be a lot of years of training before you actually can like hit the road with yeah, any but, type of suitable knowledge. Yeah, and then I'm sure at that point I would have, you know, then I would have continued the search for the car. Mm-hmm. 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 I think you probably would have given up in about 30 minutes and gotten yeah, like, some noodles I was gonna and company say 20, or something. 20 minutes or so, yeah. So, well, you don't know shit for shit. So okay. I, I recently moved, and I wanted to bring up this awesome new store that I found in my neighborhood. Uh, I doubt you guys have heard of it, but it's called Hy-Vee, and it is oh, the God. dopest store of oh, all time. Oh my god, you gotta g- have you been inside of it? You have to go in that high V. I've been inside that high V at least four oh times. Oh my god, they have so much stuff in that high V. They have Dude, everything you could want. They have a everything. deli, they have juices, they have uh they have a restaurant in the high V. Have you gone mm-hmm. to the high V restaurant? I haven't been able to get there yet because I've only gone to get groceries. I wasn't hungry at the time. Oh my god, you have to no no, no. shut up, shut up. Okay. You have to go to the Hy-Vee gro- the restaurant, okay? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it's like a restaurant, <laughs> but it's but it's in a grocery store. Mm-hmm. But here's so, the thing: one of my I don't favorite- get why the fucking Hy-Vee fucking restaurant is a big fucking deal. If it's like, what if they were just pulling shit from the grocery store side and then just cooking it? And they're they like, could, it's fresh. They could be doing anything there, really. Yeah. And I, I'm not, I'm not sure if Hy-Vee is like a Midwest or like even Minnesota thing, or if it is widespread. But why does everyone think it's the greatest thing on planet Earth? I'll tell you why it's the greatest oh, thing God. on planet Earth because part of the store has. Home, like home, housewarming wear, whatever. It's like little decor that you can add to your home, right? And uh, I took a picture of a bunch of signs that I thought were just so oh, no. inspirational and great yes. from this high yes. that I yes. needed to share them. Yes, put that in my fucking bloodstream. So uh, let's just go through some of these and what makes high so, so good. If you met my family, you'd understand. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bringing the heat on that one, High V. God, I love that. I love that, and I love High V. 
everyone's thinking it, I just say it. Oh, oh so edgy. So oh, edgy. She that's, that's, is that's such Uncle a Phil for sure. savage. That person is so f- effing savage. What a boss it, bitch. I would you, live, laugh, love to hang out with them <laughs> because they are a savage bitch. <laughs> if at first you don't succeed, try duct tape. Oh, oh that, hey. that one's for the dads. <laughs> yeah, that one goes out to Tim the Toolman Taylor. That one goes in the shop where dad does his drinking. <laughs> mom doesn't let him in the house anymore. Oh, this one's really sassy for the sassy moms out there. Some people need a glue stick instead of chapstick. Oh, that means shut That's the right. fuck shut up. up. Shut up, Jill. <laughs> that means shut the fuck up, Jill. I didn't ask you how to raise my goddamn kids, oh. you whore. This one is so classic. It is a bright red sign in all capital letters that says, I don't have an inside voice. Oh, that's oh, that's good. That's clever. That's clever. Loud, so you bought, you bought all of these, right? I bought a good handful. Uh, good, I good. did go bankrupt buying the handful that I did because they are each $65.99. Holy mother of fuck. Holy, holy shit. Okay, okay. At that price, I'm just going to fucking just pick a stick out of the goddamn woods and put a sharpie on it Mm -hmm. i have uh i have two more that i want to get and then i have another one for another side of the display for another day uh first one is bookmarks are for quitters Ah. oh that's for the nerds out there Mm -hmm. those who love to just read a novel in one sitting i've been there i love you know nothing better Oh, this one must be a real gut puncher. Yeah, yeah, this one's really good. <clears throat> My kids have whiskers and tuna breath. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think her. Kids what the fuck is wrong with your fucking kids? Child is thirty-five. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with your kid? No. No. What the hell is wrong with your kid? No, Tyler. Why her, do kid they have... is, her kid is Willem Dafoe from the lighthouse. <laughs> he just eats tuna and lobster all day. He just loves the damn stuff. He, he can't loves stop the damn it. sea. And then oh, when no. she comes home and says, did you do your homework? He just kind of starts barking at her. Literally barking. In, in high English. And farting. <laughs> I'm. What the... Oh, I mean, God. I get what it's going for, but it's a little bit unsettling. It's, it's a it's little like unsettling, unsettling yes. to hear someone just say, like, my kids have whiskers and tuna breath. Maybe feed them something other than fucking canned tuna, okay? <laughs> yeah, you psycho. <laughs> you fucking like psycho. I'm calling CPS on you. The people who buy those are the same people who give their kids teachers, like, a gift of a wine bottle that says, like, my kid might be the reason you drink or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's a, it, That's the same Apologies person who buys Apologies for that. my child who I can't mm-hmm. control as a parent. <laughs> I'm so, I know that, that part of it lies on me to help teach my kids more at home, but I just leave it all to you because you're underpaid. <laughs> <laughs> Live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> Here's $15 to Chipotle. <laughs> you little piggy that, oh god that that's more so that's more home. accurate my mom would do shit like that she would actually like give my teachers gifts because i talked a lot and it's a lot to the <laughs> it's it's very similar to the talking i do today where it's just kind of pointless yeah 
It's just now there are people that are listening and they have to listen to an ad before they hear me talk. So <laughs> who's on top now, Miss Nias? <laughs> Who the fuck is on top now? But what if they really love it, though? Because my mom's a teacher and she still would get me gifts. I think she would get gifts that she knew teachers would want. Well, yeah, that makes sense because she is a teacher. So she's in that that shit. Whereas my mom is like, I don't know, whiskey. It's like, (laughs) is this mom, you're sending me to school with this in my backpack. Can I have this? Because I remember doing that. My mom sent me to school with a wine bottle in my backpack That's to give to my teacher. Fun, and I huh? thought the whole time, I because she was like, now don't show this to anyone. And I was like, should I have this then? <laughs> yeah. That's how, like, how old were you? What grade were you in? <laughs> I was I in it? third grade. Oh, you were in third grade? Yeah. Your mom's just slipping a Macallan 12 into your little Pokemon <laughs> backpack. She's like, don't show anyone. You don't, you fucking narc. It was a Charizard backpack. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had a full fucking Riesling in my Charizard <laughs> backpack. Did your teacher get it, pop it open, and take a swig and go, ooh, that's good stuff? No, <laughs> like right but as soon as I pulled the cap off. My mom gave me the, the like, the, like, uh, the script and shit, like, of, like, okay, wait till everyone goes, and then you get your backpack, and then give give your teacher this and think of being a teacher and seeing a fucking eight-year-old walk up to you with a (laughs) wine bottle yeah see that's what i was thinking about like if any other teacher would have stopped you like in the hallway or whatever and like saw that you had like some wine-shaped bottle in your backpack from like the outline it was Uh, creating say my charizard backpack yeah they would just like open it up and see that this third grader had a full-ass bottle of wine and then just kind of cock an eyebrow and go this isn't for you. Who's this for? <laughs> then no, you can do they, your alibi. Why did why did no one take me away from my home? <laughs> or what if a teacher stopped you, opened up your backpack and saw it, looked at you, slowly zipped it back up, winked and said, "Have a good time." <laughs> yeah, that's a I'm grade. eight years old. <laughs> I don't know what this means. You could have done. I mean, didn't you like do a grift where you ran for class president, won, and then didn't do shit? Yeah, that was sixth grade, though. That's I'm all I'm saying. You could have changed. Class I am the more mature version of myself. I was twelve years old then, Tori. Okay. So okay yeah, you were you were a big boy, a big good boy. I was a big boy, and I no longer had my Charizard backpack. I had a big boy backpack, which was blue. A Jansport, probably. Yes, it was a Jansport. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Everybody had a Jansport backpack. And, at but one here's point. the thing: is that I couldn't hide that many wine bottles in my Jansport. Uh. Because it was so small. So I had to get a special. My mom had to sew me a special inside pocket that could store (laughs) the Rieslings that I brought to elementary school. You know what? I got to call my mom after this and be like, Mom, what the fuck? Yeah, you got to work some shit out there because that's, one, illegal, and two, concerning on many levels. Okay, is it illegal if it's like an eight-year-old? Like, what? What the fuck is? Who's gonna stop an eight-year-old? And who is gonna stop an eight-year-old and like frisk that? Who's gonna yeah, stop who's gonna and, frisk, stop an and frisk an eight-year-old? Like, ah, uh, hold <laughs> Jared on, Jared Fogle. Ah, uh, stop oh, it! Come stop on, it. no zinger. But that's the thing is like, there's a certain age. I think once you hit like maybe eleven, yeah, then they don't become interested in you anymore. 
No, well, like it, you can no longer. It's going to be weird if you have alcohol. But if you're if you're like single digits in age, <laughs> people don't give a shit. I got that, Tay. <laughs> I didn't Thank get it. You. Oh, then okay, I got <laughs> it now. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, I was on this thought train because I just had a memory rush back to me of being at like a <laughs> a subway type, with Jared Fogel. <laughs> like yeah, and it was very bad, and I tried to block it out. Um, That's I, I was why at like Tori's a wedding a or a gala or something. Like that. It was on a boat. It was like a reception, so I think it was a wedding and. I was six or seven, probably, and I was just going to the bar and ordering cocktails that I didn't know what they were, and I would bring them to people, and they would just, like, tip me $2 or a dollar or something like that, just like, oh, a cute kid. The bartender never once stopped me at all from going up and ordering cocktails. Like, he never once asked why I was going back, like, every five minutes and ordering another cocktail. I'm sure he figured it out pretty quick, but the first (laughs) two had to be pretty fucking weird. Like, damn, this kid holds that shit in. (laughs) Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Boy, is I'll, take a, I'll take a whiskey neat on the rocks, please. No, you Damn, pull out like kid. a post-it note. <laughs> you pull out a post-it note and you're reading it off. Uh, I will take a, a, a lag of, uh, a lagugula fam. And <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, yeah, I think there is a cutoff where like, then it's like, okay, what are you doing? Like, it's once that, like, it's once that, like, teenage like mm-hmm. deviousness gets in where like then you're like, like oh i'm yeah, gonna smoke you, a cigarette or something yeah you just want to do bad shit mm-hmm. yeah but i gotta i gotta have a serious conversation with my mom about the the wine bottle because although well that is maybe illegal i don't know i don't know of anyone writing a law that says you can't put a riesling in your eight-year-old child's charizard <laughs> backpack i'm pretty sure alcohol is banned on school grounds yeah Maybe. Who knows? That's up in the air. How many teachers do you think had, like, in their office, had a little bottle of, like, just just something, like, quick and dirty, like a fireball or something like that, that they could just take a little shot up? Oh, I know a couple of my high school teachers did. Oh, yeah. It's probably a higher percent than whatever we would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean... Because I know that the, the younger teachers in my high school more than likely had something like that or at the very minimum had uh, a liter of something in their car and would dip out there at lunchtime okay everyone shut the fuck up okay i got it i have it okay are you shutting up tay shut up what we do is for teens who want to drink and they want to they want to be able to drink on school premise what we do is you wear a Charizard backpack and then attached to the bottle of alcohol that you're going to sneak off at recess and drink, you put one of those signs from High V on the bottle. And then if you get stopped, everyone is like, oh, it's clearly like a no, uh, no teen would be like drinking from something like that. So if you attach right. a sign to it that says live, laugh, love, they're going to be like, oh, OK, this is like a parent giving a gift to someone and they're having their kid hold on to it a bit weird, but whatever, they're not going to stop you. Then you go out into the woods, you, you drink your cool vodka and you throw up. Mm -hmm. The hell is a teacher going to do though? If like an eight or nine year old kid comes into class drunk as fuck, what are (laughs) are they going to call the cops, call the superintendent, get the principal down there, call your parents. There's really not a good solution. Yeah. Probably Probably the entire works. works and your parents, if you show up, as a nine-year-old drunk, your parents are probably showing up drunk as shit, too. <laughs> yeah. And, like, they walk in, like, ah. so, Mr. 
Rogers. <laughs> okay, that's a bad name. <laughs> Mr. Smith, I, I, your son is completely, completely drunk right now. I don't know what's going that's on. He walks sick. up, high fives him, and he's like, fucking me too, cracks a PVR and just starts <laughs> sipping away. Oh, oh, did you take the last couple of shots of whiskey? Oh, I was wondering where that bottle went. Okay. Don't worry, bud. Picked up sense. a couple more on the way here. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. That's the that's teens. That's the foolproof way to get a, get away with underage drinking is when the cops show up to the party and they're trying to say whose alcohol is this. If every bottle has a live, laugh, love little mm-hmm. sign placard on it, you're in the fucking clear. Absolutely. Dog or scared. they got to start smuggling it in. And you know, those little juice cups you'd get that have the tin foil that you peel off the top and it's bad juice. It's very bad juice. You know what yes. I'm talking about? Yes. You need to they start. Look like, they look like little barrels. Or no, just siphon out a Capri Sun and put it in there. That's better. That's much easier. I was going to say we have to like get a plant going where we start putting like pre-mixed cocktails. It's kind of like those little, like the little uh, I'm sorry, buzz, so buzz your bombs plan, or whatever. Your plan was to establish a factory? Yeah. Yeah, 100% <laughs> it was. Yeah. That seems I, like a lot more of a of, distillery than anything, but yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus fuck! Can you imagine how adorable would that be? A bunch of little kids just distilling a, a very, very fine. <laughs> that already happened. It's called 1840s England. Yeah, but it'd be so much cuter now. I don't know. Back then, it was probably pretty cute. They had like you know, they were little chimney sweep boys by night and, and distillers by day. So they had like yeah, that's because they had to work so, like 23 face. hours a day to make a nickel. They're like, sir, I can't afford shoes. Can you spare a penny, spare a pound, please? <laughs> did you guys have people at your school that did, like, any cool pranks and stuff? Because I feel like that should have been, like, based on movies, the quintessential experience through, like, especially high school should have been a lot of, like, pranks and, like, yeah, yeah. doing especially, crazy. No especially one ever did like shit. senior pranks, right? Yeah, no one um, did shit. All I'm going to say is that Max Keeble's big move put an expectation in my head that (laughs) middle school would be filled with pranks and all it was was filled with bullies. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a single food fight my entire school career. Not one. I I would have liked to have seen one. I think we had one minor one that lasted about five seconds before the officer on the campus. And that was just because Josh spilled his lasagna all over his (laughs) nice sweater. It wasn't even a food fight. It was just Josh (laughs) lazily flopped his lasagna all over his mom's good sweater. There was there was a legendary uh, senior prank that was like two years before I graduated where the shop kids found the principal's car and took it apart, rebuilt it on the auditorium stage and then just left it there. No fucking way is that real. That is absolutely pure legend. (laughs) There's pictures to prove it. I I don't have them, but I've I've seen the pictures uh, because one of the shop teachers was like in on it, right? So he has the pictures like on his desk of when they did that. If Um, I was the principal, I would have fucking fired every single person (laughs) who knew about it. I'd be so pissed if someone took my car apart. And what if they didn't put it back together? Good. They cut the brake lines. <laughs> I think all they did was uh, they they took like the the mirrors and a couple of other things off of it so that it would fit inside of a doorway, like a double wide doorway. Um, and then drove her in. Yeah. So it wasn't Damn. like a major disassemble, reassemble, but still. The most um, shit that went down on my at my school was that I was in a choir class because we were required to be in choir in middle school. And someone, Tyler, were you in that class with me? Yeah. 
do you remember someone took a fucking stink bomb, rolled it underneath, they like cracked it and then threw it underneath uh, like a a low level like bookshelf or something like that. So no one knew where the stink bomb was. And then we were just locked in this chamber of stink. And it's like, dude, that's not a good prank because you're in here still. Yeah, yeah. See, Tori likes to make things up in his head. Okay, I'm going to tell you what really happened that day. It was we were all in choir class. If and you it was say time, I farted, Tyler, and it was time for Tori's <laughs> oh, big solo. Hold on, everyone, be quiet. Time for comedy. Go. It was time for Tori's big solo, and Tori <laughs> was a legendary singer. He used to he used to have the voice of an angel until this fateful day, where the choir teachers play in the piano. We're all singing our our good songs and whatnot, and then the legend. Tori approaches the piano, getting ready to unleash his incredible falsetto voice. And the, the piano player goes one octave up to match where Tori's about to go. And right at that moment, Tori hits puberty and shits his pants right in front of everyone. <laughs> so the, the noise that comes out of his throat and asshole simultaneously creates this cacophonous <laughs> symphony and it re it really just reeks the whole room because he did shit his pants and his mom only fed him wendy's every <laughs> single night so it, it was a long time coming and tory shit right in front of everyone and he was so embarrassed because he hit puberty and we all saw him shit his pants and he ran out of the room and he brought the stink with him but the stink still remained and that's what happened. You missed a crucial part. I didn't shit my pants. I shit my shorts. Oh, yeah. That's a very <laughs> important detail. <laughs> he shit his Bermuda shorts. <laughs> Hold on. That's, that's episode title right there. Tori shits his Bermuda shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you're doing so well because having that much air and gas escape you at the same time from both ends i mm -hmm. feel like that would just like collapse your lungs because there's just no air or gas yeah left i shriveled up like he a crunch did crumble can. like a pop can <laughs> i did yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was, Tori it was used like to be fat as shit and then he just kind of <laughs> squished in that day i gained i gained like two or three inches that day though it was pretty cool outside of the whole shitting my bermuda shorts situation mm -hmm. that wasn't great if we're talking yeah. about bad bad pranks, I don't know if that's uh, a prank though. Yeah, it's not really a prank. Tori shitting his Bermuda shorts was more of a, a life. He tried to. Point. Here's the thing though: is he tried to call it a prank afterwards, like he planned it. Yeah. Like he tried to say, "Oh no, guys, it was a prank." After everyone was making fun of him for shitting his Bermuda shorts, and he was like, "No, it was a prank, guys. My mom picked me up and brought me new shorts at school uh, because she was in on the prank." <laughs> yeah, she and we was all in on knew. the prank. I didn't. Um, I I so didn't understand my audience when I wanted to because I, I always wanted to be like the funny person who made people laugh. No, this isn't about that. It's it's. But like I I wanted to be the funny person in class, but I never understood my audience. So I did anything to like get people to look at me. One time in elementary school, I just like the teacher had left the room and I was like, teacher's gone. He can't do anything. So for some reason, I wanted to just off the top of my head, I was like, let's let's improv here, baby. I got something. This is going to be really, really good. Stood up and I just ran and like jumped against the wall and like threw my weight into the wall and then walked and sat back down. No one laughed. They all just looked at me like, what the fuck? Why did you what just do that? Did, I'm sorry. That, and I was, that's I like of course, was looking around that's like, so huh? Huh? That's so relatable to all the 
dumb shit that I did in elementary school. God, I'm it was sorry. bad. Did your mom put crack in your Charizard <laughs> backpack? My mom wouldn't know where to get it. She's a fucking loser. She's a narc. Wow. She's a fucking narc. So my bad, bad prank uh, on my senior year, the jocks and the preppy girls decided it'd be really funny to put red solo cups all over the entrance of the school, both inside and outside on the pavement, in the doorway and in like the hallways of the school that were like just just enough filled with water where you can't just like sweep them out of the way. And that was it. That was the prank. And when I got to school, it was super fucking annoying to maneuver around these hundreds of hundreds of solo cups. And I'm pretty sure that the janitor was super stoked about that. He probably murdered them, honestly. Because, like, haha, good prank, guys. You inconvenienced everyone getting into the building. Good job. Yeah, you're so funny, Chad, because you play hockey. <laughs> good one with your solo cups why isn't there any good senior pranks my senior prank was like the people just fucking flung water balloons into cars like good one i did fucking hear of another one s- send me some um, good shit if it, it didn't happen you can't legally say it because it's not your prank to say i'm i'm like 80 percent sure it happened um it wasn't my school it was a camp counselor that i had at bible camp who told oh, me oh this, this is a good start mm-hmm, right did he prank you by diddling you Wow, Tori. God, that was... Fuck, Tori. So good. Delivery on point. Joke on point. He was saying at his high school when they graduated, somebody bought a pair of XXXXL whitey tighties and nailed one end of it on one side of the mural of the school mascot on the side of the building and strung it across the entire way, nailed it up on the other end. So it's just the whitey tighties over the school mascot picture. Right. And then bought some brownies and just rubbed the fucking shit of the brownies on the underwear, stepped back from his work and went, my job here is done. And then just left it there. No, that I, I remember that that actually did happen. That was at our middle, that was at our middle school. That was the prank at the end of the year where we replaced our mascot, which was a, cougar or something and we replaced it with tori's bermuda shorts with <laughs> shit oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's good. really weird how after it happened people were really fighting to get those shorts off of me <laughs> they wanted them they're like Everyone? i don't know this is something and i'm just not sure yet but i'm gonna hold on to these for a little bit until i get a good prank mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well no it was it was that's a piece of history and i <laughs> want that uh-huh. <laughs> it's school it's like everyone's right searching there. for the titanic it's that's a piece of history i'd like right. to excavate that Right. <laughs> I want to get in. I want to get Tori's Bermuda shorts so I can keep them in my house until I sell them to the highest bidder. That's the day the boy crunched up like a can. <laughs> I <laughs> want talked those. a lot of shit about bad senior pranks and just bad school pranks. What, let's craft a good one. Since we're talking so much shit, we oh, should be able to put our money where our mouths are. A, a good one. I yes. liked my senior prank where I accidentally uncovered that my principal was embezzling money. That was a pretty good <laughs> prank. <laughs> That was my senior prank, and it was wow. There were three arrests, so <laughs> pretty was good prank. Actually, yeah, <laughs> pranked them. <laughs> you got them so good, Tyler. I got them so good. Were and you the was... one doing that? Did that journalism on that one? 
Yeah, it was hard-hitting journalism, my first and last try. I got three people arrested, and I figured, well, I'm that's a 100% success rate. I'm <laughs> yeah, never going to try that again. 300% success rate. I wasn't yeah. even going. You know what? I don't even know what the success rate is because I wasn't even going for one. <laughs> I wasn't even <laughs> trying. Imagine So, Tyler, now g- going back to the beginning when you were being a good detective boy, imagine what you could do while you are trying. <gasps> I could be... I could be the hardest hitting journalist. People would be afraid of me. Like everyone in Hollywood is afraid of that one dude who tells people that they're rapists. Yeah. Anderson Cooper. Yeah. yeah that's the one. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Ronan Farrow actually, but Ashton Kutcher. I'd, I'd be, I'd be like him. Who can I make afraid of me and my mysterious powers? Well, it depends on if you're trying to get people who would do the bad things or if you're just trying to get people. Like, are you prank? De- de- like, are you being a prank detective, or are you just? Are you no, actually not trying a to detective. solve crimes? I'm an investigator. I'm an investigator. <laughs> You're a PI. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm a private investigator who also does investigative journalism. I don't know. And you have a blog on the side. Tyler Matheson, prank investigator. What's the scene? Well, he walked into the room and a a dirty chalkboard eraser fell on him when he opened the door. Hmm. That's pretty serious. Do we know any suspects? <laughs> That sounds Dylan. like a YouTube I know show. it's Dylan. Ma'am, everyone always thinks it's He's Dylan. He's got chalk all over his hands. I didn't do it, officer. I've been framed. Hey, and then you, you shut your fucking mouth, Dylan. I'm not an officer. <laughs> I'm a private eye. I don't have to play by the rules. And then um, you slap him. <laughs> I don't think you can do that if Dylan's a child. <laughs> well, he's, it's high school, so he's 18. <laughs> So, are we are we gonna go on? Are we gonna go on? Are we gonna to, make a prank? To, yeah, let's let's make a prank. Are we gonna do that? Let's let's do. Oh that. God. Okay. What makes um, what makes I don't a think good, I'm good prank? at pranks? What makes a good prank? I think at least one death. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does it have to be a human death? No. I used okay. to strangle cats in my neighborhood. What if those were we pretty took good pranks? The school mascot, which is usually some form of animal. <gasps> okay, okay, I got it. <laughs> Tay, you've inspired me. Good. We take the mascot suit, okay? Because on prank day, it's also <laughs> like homecoming day or something. Is that when pranks are? Yeah, pranks can only come with the big game. Yeah, pranks can only come <laughs> with the big game. So take the mascot and then. During the game, they're like, oh, shit, we don't have... Someone stole the mascot suit, whatever. It's not like they have a backup mascot suit. Yeah, those things are fucking expensive. And the game gets started and whatnot, so they're all like, okay, there's just no mascot. And then, after the first few minutes of the game, someone runs out onto the field wearing the mascot suit, but it's got huge dildos just attached to every every fucking part of it. And it runs out, and it's it's a vibrating suit. So if someone tackles it, then you can laugh at them like, "Ha ha, you touched a vibrator, <laughs> idiot." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's that has good. it has the level of edginess, but that's pretty good. I had a really cool, funny idea with the mascot suit. I'm sure you did. Where uh, you take the mascot suit, and wherever you hold your school's pep rallies. 
uh, right in the center of that, you erect a cross and you nail, and you nail the mascot to the cross. You crucify the cougar or whatever it is. Can you imagine? You create you this Christ-like montage and it's just a fucking furry suit on the cross. It's wearing like a crown of thorns. And yes, I was just about to say it's wearing a crown of thorns. And the best part is, is that when they take it down, there is someone in the furry suit. I was going to say, would it be be applicable to like put fake blood around the the outside of the the crown of thorns? You make it passion passion of the Christ as brutal as humanly possible. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But you have to craft in a way where it actually delivers a really good story at the end. So everyone's like, holy shit, that was art right there. So instead of just having people stumble in upon this when the pep rally starts, what if the whole day you just reenact (laughs) the Christmas? Fiction with the mascot. Oh my god, costume. they're whipping the mascot down <laughs> yeah, so the halls like as Roman he's carrying like the cross. The shit out of the guy as he's walking through the hallway with the cross. Oh my this god. This has to be a long prank though, because sometime, sometime at the like before all of that happens, you have to have him go into like you have to lock him in like a like a closet or a locker or something like that where he stays for three full days until he does come back and that's when that's when shit can really hit the fan then and that that's graduation day is that that's great uh, that's graduation day, day. Yeah. oh my god you like roll out this big stone and then the mascot <laughs> comes out wearing a graduation gown and cap mm-hmm. <laughs> And they're like, and then you can be like, no, this isn't blasphemous. It's art. <laughs> That's a good senior prank. I like that one. You get you. You know what? All you all you shapeless fans out there who are still in high school, you can have that one for free. <laughs> Caliper, you, you can have that one. Yeah, you, you got go ahead like and take three that years one. to plan. Make, make your good prank, the passion of the Christ on your mascot. Yeah, just make sure that you film the whole thing and then tweet it at us so we can talk about it on next week's show. <laughs> That'd be 10 times funnier if it was a Catholic private school. Tori, shut the fuck up. I want to talk about Olive Garden now. I'd like to do a little segment with you guys here today. Okay. Where last time we had the five-star Applebee's. Oh, no. Oh, this God. Time we have the one-star Olive Garden. Oh, yes. Christ. Yes. And I'd Tyler. like to start it off with this very threatening one-star <laughs> review what state is this Olive Garden in? This this is a this is an Olive Garden in the great state of Minnesota. Oh, perfect. This is a one star review, and it reads like a fucking threat. Like this is fucking <laughs> scary. Jim, one star. Oh, okay, I thought it started off with someone's name. It was like, holy shit, that's oh that's no, Yo, a lot. Yeah, that would also be threatening. But wait, it's more threatening. Jim leaves a one-star review, and he says, we'll be back as soon as possible. <laughs> Holy shit. It is one star. What? That's... Perfect perfect punctuation grammar. Like, everything has, like, the correct, like, uh, punctuation and periods. It's just one star. We'll be back as soon as possible. What the fuck? What does that even what mean? What is Jim going to do to the Olive Garden? Jim, Jim had a bad experience, and he's gonna go John Wick in that Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah, 
It's like there's no horrifying. other way to interpret that, right? It's a the, threat. The, like, I, the one star see... is what really throws Because if it was exactly. a five star, we'll be back as soon as possible. It's like, I can't wait to get more of these breadsticks inside of me. They're exactly. really just really tickling so, my fancy. But the, the one optimist star in me is, yeah, one star will be back as soon as possible instead of the five star. Oh, I want to get those breadsticks. The one star will be back as soon as possible is I'm going to punch that manager in the fucking mouth. See, the optimist in me, like, the very back part of my brain is just like, oh, well, it was just a misclick, and he doesn't know how to change it, so it's it's a one star instead of five because he thought it was backwards, haha. <laughs> no, that was deliberate. Like He's gonna kill The him. realist in me knows that that was deliberate, this is a threat, and that Olive Garden should be closed now because of that threat. Yeah, he's gonna go smush Fred's head to the, to the grill. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, these breadsticks weren't even <laughs> yeah. done. Bold of you to assume they have a grill and not just four microwaves. Fucking put the employee's hands in the deep fryer like, I told you I'd be back. No, <laughs> he, he's, he puts the hand in the deep fryer and then he's like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I'm like, thinking Arby's meat. next time. There's just like a bowl, like a giant like pot of noodles that they're cooking up, and he sticks their hand in there and like, does it feel like worms? <laughs> this this review I also really love. One star. That dinner did not sit well with me afterwards. Eric, don't mince words, okay? Just say you took a shit after <laughs> yeah, eating all of Took a watery gold. shit. <laughs> like, let's Just be honest. Say you when took have a you shit. ever? When have you ever eaten un- an unlimited amount of pasta and then been like, "Wow, I feel tip top <laughs> right now. Like, I'm feeling great." All of those carbs are so right in my body. Yeah, no, it's going to make you feel bloated and huge. You basically just put a bunch of wet bread down your gullet. You sick. I, Fuck, Eric, what are you up to, Eric? Fucking, fuck you, Eric. Don't beat around the bush. Just say I had the shits after eating here. Eric hasn't taken a solid shit since he went there. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, like, since he was 12 or some shit, which would also track, but, you know. He probably still gets Olive Garden on the reg. (laughs) He does love it. Like, it's not Mm. that the food was bad or anything. It was purely that he gets wicked Olive Garden shits. Yeah, I eat Papa John's like twice a week, and I, I have horrible diarrhea every time. <laughs> but, but I still but go back because so, I can't so get it fucking good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's our relationship with a lot of fast food, right? Where like you have this really poor experience almost every single time. Yeah, like at least an hour after you consume the product, but the day the day after, you're just like, yeah, I could go for that again. Yeah, this review is from Sophie and I have to read it like this because I know this is how it was written. Oh boy. Girls lunch had a super clingy waitress. She (laughs) wouldn't leave us alone. Super weird. (laughs) How many stars? One star. This is a one star (laughs) olive garden. Maybe that that waitress was doing that as a cry for help. Like she was being held at that olive garden against her will. And she's like, Hi, yeah, how can I help you? Help, help you. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, what it was is they thought themselves far more important than they actually were. And they were like, why are you being being so clingy to us? Like, 
I guess my popularity say, just can't escape me. Yeah, they say girls lunch exclamation mark. So it's like which is a, uh, establishes a, a characteristic of this yep, person. Yep. It, it, it establishes like, basically their whole personality. Let's let's really iron out this definition of a clingy waiter or wait staff, right? What did they just like pull up a chair and watch you eat? Like <laughs> they were probably just being a wait like a waiter. We're like, hey, here's water. Can yeah, you exactly. imagine though if someone if one of your waiters did pull up a seat and started <laughs> eating with you? Honestly, I wouldn't even mind. Yeah. Depending on like how cool they were. If they were just like watching you and like licking their lips being silent, no, fuck on out of here. That that's fucking stupid and creepy. I'd say how about you get them hands under the table and start really getting me a five star service like they do at Applebee's. <laughs> when I went to Applebee's, they blew me, so <laughs> what do you guys do here? I got the five appetizer special and a blowjob. What can you offer me here, Olive Garden? Apparently nothing, because it's a one-star Olive Garden. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, you had the mm -hmm. nation's finest last episode. Now get ready for the nation's worst. Oh, my God. That waiter was, like, so obsessed with me. It was like, ugh, I get it. We're, like, pretty, and you want to hang out with us, but, like, <laughs> so clingy. She was, like, 140 pounds. Ugh. <laughs> this review is long as hell. I'm not even going to read it. All you need to know is it's a one-star review. It's a fucking nightmare. And it ends with this. Overall, this double date was not a smooth experience. <laughs> <laughs> you so don't need to know anything that, else. Yeah, now with that context, can I assume that the entire rest of the review is just tearing into how awful this date was because of things that he couldn't or the Olive Garden couldn't control? It's basically just like, it was awkward because we didn't get our food in a timely manner, and I felt uncomfortable with this being a double date. <laughs> Can we all agree that double dates are never a good idea ever? You know no, what? If I'll disagree with you. I think they're all right. I will agree with you wholeheartedly, and maybe, maybe next episode, if there's interest, I'll talk about my worst double date experience ever oh. because it is a Ooh. fucking nightmare. But I just look... One star. This is Olive. This is Olive Garden's fault that I hated this date. <laughs> this is one hundred percent your fault. It's not my lack of a personality. It's your lack of getting the food to me on time. That is that is equivalent to having a date at a movie theater and blaming the movie for your bad date. Yeah, just being like fuck, like. Like, look, it's not Paddington 2's fault that your double date didn't <laughs> no go one, well. No, no, no one's ever come out of Paddington 2 not absolutely like that was the best fucking date ever because Paddington is so fucking hot and we all need to accept the fact that Paddington Bear <laughs> is so fuckable. I okay. went on a date to see Paddington Bear and my date didn't want to fuck the bear more than me. <laughs> It ended with me getting laid because we were both so horned up from that cute, lovable bear. <laughs> and we turned off the lights so we could both fantasize about both fucking Paddington Bear, respectively. We, yeah, we put we put a series of images of Paddington Bear on the TV so we could both look at that until we climaxed. <laughs> okay, now... It was a slideshow with a nice <laughs> undertone, <laughs> under, under track of serene music. And also, they do hand out hand jobs at that movie theater during Paddington <laughs> Bear 2. It's part of the four 
It's part of the 4D experience. You get your 3D glasses, <laughs> and then the 4D comes in when they give you a hand job during Paddington 2. And they use lube. They don't cheap out. We all know what the fourth <laughs> D is. <laughs> we have to, b- before we say anything criminally. Uh, Wait, hold on a second. Hey, you want some extra salt on that popcorn? Ugh. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Ouch, my urethra. Oh, that's gross. This one is just a one-star review because uh, they did experience, I'll tell you, fraud alert. I used my debit card at this restaurant, Olive Garden, on September 17th. Just today, I found out that they charged close to $1,700. How bad did they do it? Dog. You racked up a $1,700 bill at Olive Garden? How the fuck did you do that? You should have got the pasta pass. I'll tell you how they did this. It was a company outing. They went up to the bar and said, yeah, I'll get a little loose tonight. Had three too many shots and then said, everyone, drinks are on me. And that is the worst possible fucking thing you can do in that sort of sort of situation because... Let's take it from my perspective. If I was another employee there and someone just randomly yelled out those words at a company outing I was at, I'd just be like, well, I'm drinking everything they fucking have. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to get fucking fucking plastered tonight. No, for me, it's most the f- even funnier would be instead of drinks on me. Hey, everyone, rigatoni on me. <laughs> like, everyone gets yes. this big fucking awful plate of pasta just thrown at them the kitchen can't cook it fast enough because these people are just chowing down on as much rigatoni as they can possibly fill themselves with fuck can you imagine like i put so much trust in like restaurant employees to just charge my card and i just kind of believe them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah 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 when they could absolutely just be like, yeah, 1700 But also, how did your card not decline, my dude? How did your bank not say, this is a weird transaction? <laughs> Man, this guy had a really good night Because it's not the first time garden. they've done it, Tyler. No, that's not his first time then. The bank has been <laughs> like, oh, he frequently goes to Olive Garden and spends, you know, about $1,000. So maybe tonight was just a little more. I tried to buy NordVPN, nordvpn.com slash big money, uh, three-year deal, plus one month free. Um, and my card instantly declined the purchase and was like, why are you doing this? Like, this isn't normal. Why are you doing this? And I had to, like, call the bank and be like, no, this is normal. But your card went through totally fine with a $1,700 charge at Olive Garden. What the fuck are you normally buying, you fucking maniac? A lot of (laughs) pasta. A lot of that wet bread. Love it. This is the last one, and then we'll do the outro, and then I'll give you the real last one. Okay. Not prepared for business at opening. Long wait. Line out the door. I'm sorry. What the fuck did you just say to me, Jerome? <laughs> there was a there was a line out the door yeah. at open to yeah. get into Olive Garden. I'm. What time do they open? Probably 11 a.m. Yeah. There's a line out the door to yeah. get into the fucking Olive Garden. Yeah, gotta have your morning pasta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is the probably... most disgusting thing I've ever fucking heard. 
I can I can see that happening in like a small town that doesn't have a lot of restaurants and they think that this is like, oh, oh, this is our fancy restaurant. Oh, it's but like still. when my mom was obsessed with the Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Thought it was a cool, fancy restaurant. She still is. like all of it. She still loves it. Yeah, she's like Olive Garden. Hell yeah! You, you know what else your mom loves? This podcast. My dick. <laughs> you fucking idiot! Podcast. Get roasted. My mom did call Tyler attractive once, so that's she did. hot. She, she called did. me a handsome boy. Yeah. So if you liked this podcast, go like ahead. Like really and leave attractive. Us, <laughs> go ahead and leave us a like, favorite, comment. Whatever. Like a super fuckable young boy. Those are her words, not ours. Um, Yeah, exactly. Her words. God damn it. You derailed me. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. She derailed right on my dick. Oh, my God. (laughs) Go ahead and leave us a like, comment, review, whatever, wherever. It really helps the show out, uh, gets us into curated lists, helps spread us around. And go ahead and share us with your friends. We're all on social media. Easy enough to follow us there. Uh, Tori puts together these great clips of the podcast. Go ahead and give us that last review. The last review for this one-star Olive Garden, because it's a horrible place and you should just take your business to Applebee's. Rudy says, Tuscan soup was a little thin today. (laughs) (laughs) Soup salad and disappointment. (laughs) 